excuse me for my voice, but I have never, never seen anything like it. Hey, Doug, we wanted to hit mailboxes. We can let Ralph drive. Morons, your bus is leaving. Welcome to this Oregon State edition of the On the Road Home podcast. This is Ken Crawford reporting to you on the way home. And sadly, that's even more noticeable than normal today as I forgot to bring the proper connectors for my headset. So we're doing this on the smartphone, built-in speaker, and all the background noise that goes along with that. So apologize in advance. I'll do my best during post to uh, edit as much of it out as I can, but it's never going to be as good as a good uh, noise-canceling headset. But that is the least of our concerns this afternoon, because we are royally ticked off, aren't we? Uh, Excuse me for my voice uh, would refer to a lot of swearing if it weren't for the fact that I try to keep this a family-friendly podcast and website. I am disgusted today. There's just no other way to say it. There is no excuse coming off of a bye week to lose to Oregon State. And I'm not just talking about, you know, the naivete of someone who doesn't get how teams change and all that sort of stuff. No, I'm talking about the team that I saw on the field today. That rinky-dink, small, ridiculous little team Cal has no excuse for losing to. And it starts, frankly, with the stinking defense. Anyone who thinks we have a good defense needs to look at today's film over and over and over. Because what I saw today was craptastic play. Unbelievable. Evan Weaver may have gotten 21 tackles, but he was out of position 30 to 40 frickin' times. He is overcommitting, trying to take the whole team on his back, and not playing his position. His inability to take right angles at players because he's trying to get a two-yard loss as opposed to just tackling where he should is causing him to give up seven-yard gains on swing-out passes. And this was true for Coy Dang as well, Cameron Good. All across the board, this defense was over-pursuing, in the wrong position, and giving up big runs with no good reason. And that's not even when that's even before we get to their over pursuit issues where easily 50% of Oregon State's yards today came from running some sort of misdirection play. Either the uh, either the reverse or the uh, turnaround to a throw. There were a ton of huge plays where they've watched the film and they figure out the Cal defense over-pursues and all you have to do is misdirect and they're way out of position. Luckily, they got this cleaned up in the second half, but in the first half, how many stinking slant pass plays underneath are you going to give up? And I blame Dang and Weaver for this. They both, I'm sure, had assignments underneath that they were not covering like they were supposed to. Two, both, first-half touchdowns were the direct result of inside 
slant plays that the Bears had zero answers for all first half. Clearly, they made some adjustments at halftime that fixed it. But overall, crap-tastic play, crap-tastic performance. There is no reason that Oregon State team should have gotten three touchdowns and three red zone appearances. The Bears can do much, much better, and it killed them. They lost the game today not because of a change in offense, but because of a change in defense. The defense sucked it up today, and I hope everyone gets that loud and clear. And mark my words, our future teams are going to be watching today's film with a hawk's eye, and this defense, unless they change something substantial, is going to look horribly mediocre for the rest of the season because once they realized they couldn't over pursue they were tentative they were out of position they were slow how you give up on third and 13 a first down on a regular uh outside run play on not even the wide side is beyond me it only comes from players who are too confused, too out of position, too hesitant, and don't know what's going on. This was a horrible, horrible defensive performance. No excuse to give up. I'm okay with the three red zone appearances, but that needs to be 13 points, not 21. Particularly with a team like Oregon State. Just pathetic. And then let's get to the offense. And if you think I'm excited about defense, wait till this gets freaking going. Now, apparently it turns out Monster was injured. In the crowd, we didn't know this. So at the time, it sure felt like, how could you decide to try this guy out at this moment? Well, when Monster's injured, that's a, a how that makes a lot of sense. So, you know, those are the breaks. That's a real tough moment to come in as a true freshman. And we'll get back to him a little bit later. But I'm sorry. After two prior start, or one prior start and one prior half before that, and then the two weeks of a bye week to get ready, how Monster played today is completely unacceptable. And don't tell me he's not coachable enough. Don't tell me the guy who freaking nuked the Cal team when he was playing for UCLA is not mechanically capable. No, he is being coached poorly. He is being taught to be hesitant. It was a stinking joke out there with him under center. How come when Oregon State has a busted play, they're... Their quarterback has the timer in his head and just throws it away. He doesn't get sacked nine times. Unbelievable. You have to have a clock in your head of it's time to get rid of the ball. You have to have a dump out receiver or know that if you don't have a dump out receiver, you know where you can throw it that it's not intentional grounding because no matter what the play is, even if you're still in the pocket, there are places you can throw it that is not intentional grounding. You throw it over the head of a receiver so it looks like you're throwing at him, but it's out of bounds. There were two or three times Cal fans were asking for 
intentional grounding on that case. No, that's the rules. If you throw it in the direction of a guy significantly over his head, out of bounds, that's not intentional grounding. But our quarterbacks seem to know nothing about this. And the fact that when Branch came in, it was the same thing. Now, I'm not going to be too hard on him because that's a real rough environment to come in. But to see the same sorts of patterns out of him, the same sorts of conceptual mistakes of you've got two freaking plays left. You just throw the fucking ball, even if it's into triple coverage. You don't take a goddamn sack. It suggests coaching that's coaching them wrong. That's not teaching them how to let it fly. And the quarterback was only one part of a plethora of problems. First drive of the game, things looked pretty good. Second and one. They run it, they run it, they even run it on fourth down, which is a reasonable decision because they were down at like the 35. They can't get a freaking yard against that wimpy, small defensive line. What the heck's going on with our offensive line? Why could they not get any push against this defensive line? Sure, I think there was some overloading of the box issues. Oregon State, despite the fact that it's completely new coaching staff turned multiple times over, is doing the same stuff they did to Tedford in the 2000s, where they would go island on island with the two outside corners, and not only island on island, but press coverage island on island, and force Cal to do something else besides uh, uninterrupted passes to the outside receivers. And that means they can bring a lot more players into the box. They can do a whole bunch of things they couldn't do otherwise. So yes, they were overloading the box. Yes, those things were happening. And you know what? It is a tough play call on second, third, and one to decide whether to try to just force it through an overloaded box as to take the higher risk play of a passing play. But for the rest of your game plan, you need to be emphasizing the pass. You need to be saying, oh, you're going to overload the box. We're going to do a lot of outside passing. We're going to do a lot of play action that gets you to bite the linebackers up and then pass over the top of them with tight ends. I'm sorry. It's time for the whole offensive staff to go. They are not getting it done. There is enough talent on this team that they should, including Monster, that they should be able to put up 30 points on this OSU team. Easily 30 points. And the fact that they can only imagine, uh, manage three in the first half is unacceptable. completely ridiculous performance. Something that just says this coaching staff doesn't have it. Then there's the wide receiver drops. 
There were a bunch today. I mean, help Modster out for crying out loud. He has a little bit of inconsistency problems. He didn't help his case by throwing somewhere on the order five to seven, you know, off, off target kind of balls. But you know what? There were another five to seven just drops. Just get the ball in your freaking hands and catch it. Were we not coming off a of bye week? Aren't isn't the team supposed to be fresh and ready and well prepared off a of bye week, particularly when you're playing a team that hasn't just had a bye week, that's been on the road in tough places like Utah recently? But they come out playing like the team that hasn't had a break, that's playing on the road, that's playing on short rest, that looks stinking tired, that looks overwhelmed, that looks like they haven't been practicing. And I like the fact that we have a second half team, but how about a team that shows up in the first half? How many games do we have to be in a hole in the first half because we're not well prepared? I'm really worried that just as the Washington game could have been the inflection point that sent this team on a sharp upward trajectory, that this is the game that's the equivalent of the 2010 Washington game, the last game in the old Memorial Stadium. That game was the inflection point on Tedford's tenure. He'd gone to a bowl game every year before that. He needed to beat Washington at home in the rain, and they lost on a last-minute touchdown, scored on fourth and goal from the one. And you know what? The team was never the same again. Losing to Oregon State, this Oregon State team at home after a bye with no offense at all of substance, it could be an inflection point. It could be a moment where recruits say, why would I go to that school? And then when you add to it the inflection points of the teams are going to be watching the defensive film and figuring out how to beat this defense, exploiting the holes that have probably been there all along that they just haven't been able to find yet that this Oregon State coaching staff managed to find. Don't be surprised if this team doesn't go to a bowl. I mean, who's left on the schedule that's a win the way they played today? They're going to Utah next week? No stinking way. WSU at home? I guess, maybe. USC at home? I guess if the bad USC shows up, they're kind of hit and miss this season, but they're going to be out for blood after last season. Stanford, pretty weak, maybe, but not if this team plays the way they played today, not if all those teams get their offenses exploiting the over-pursuing of the Cal defense, and then heading to UCLA, a team that's getting better every week, that kicked the, sh kicked the heck out of Cal last year. 
that already knows how to exploit this defense. I don't see another win on the schedule, much less two, unless something substantial changes. Now, maybe Branch, true freshman and all, is ready to deliver. Maybe just, you know, put in an impossible situation and given a week as the presumptive starter, he's just one of those guys that has it. He's a Jared Goff. He's an Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe that's what does it. Because you put a good quarterback behind this team and there's some hope. You coach up the over-pursuing and figure out how to get more balance back and there's some hope. But not based on what we saw today. What we saw today is a recipe for not another win. And I'm not saying that based on the history of who OSU is. I'm saying that based on the the OSU team I saw on the field today. That was not a good team. That was a team that made lots of mistakes. The only thing good they seemed to have going for them is they had a quarterback who was like Garbers last year, who knew how to not lose the game, who knew how to not lose a bunch of yards on a bunch of sacks, to give his team another chance on second and third down. But other than that, I saw a mediocre running back. I saw a small offensive line. I saw a small defensive line. I didn't see any significant team speed. I saw a very small, mediocre speed team. And they come in and do not let the statistics fool you. They dominated most of that game. There was a short window midway through the third quarter to the beginning of the fourth quarter where Cal came alive for just a moment. But outside of that, Oregon State won the entire game. I just, I, I'm, I'm completely beside myself. I, I cannot imagine how this, I've, I've just had so much hope up until today. Even when they lost, I've said, you know, there's a lot of things moving in the right direction. They've got a lot of building to do. They're moving the right direction. Wilcox has the right kind of framework in place. But today, I feel that's completely out the window. And you know what? I've got better things to do with my Saturdays than waste my money, waste my time showing up for a team that never seems to get over the hump. That shows flashes of of hope. Not even brilliance, just flashes of hope. On rare occasion, and then fall before you can blink or eat a couple meals, falls right back into its worst habits. Seriously, I'm thinking of dumping my season tickets. I have a lot better things I could do with that money 
than waste it on experiences like today. I was sitting the whole time saying, why am I here? Why am I torturing myself? Why am I putting myself through this week after week and season after season? When I'm making painful budget choices at home that this one would have so much money for something notable that I can't spend money on right now. that I'm stressed working really long hours other days of the week so that I can have a whole, a whole Saturday to go down for the game. Why am I doing that? If this team's never, ever going to get over the hump, not consistently, not all the time, just once in a freaking while. Give me a 10-win season once a decade. Everybody else in the conference seems to do it on occasion. Colorado had their uh, Pac-12 championship game. I think Cal's the only team, I'm not sure about this, but they may be the only team in the conference that's not gone to the championship game. Oregon State's probably the other now that I think about it. But you know what? That's just because Oregon State's in a rut right now. There have been some moments where they've been every bit as good as the Tedford Bears. More recently than Tedford was good. I'm, I'm just, let me put it this way, if they hadn't given me some hope at some point during this game, I'd be ready to say I'm done. But they gave me just enough, just enough. If this game was, you know, 14-3 or 21-3 at the end, I may not stick to it, but I'd be feeling right now like, I'm done. I got better things to do with my time. The fact that they scored the two touchdowns, got a lead, couldn't hold on to it, gives me just a smidgen of hope, as pissed off as I am, just a smidgen of hope and a reason to stick around. But Wilcox, it is time to fire your offensive staff. It is time to get rid of all of them. I don't know why. I mean, their fundamentals seem like they should be able to put together a good offense. I was very happy with their hires when they were hired. I thought it was a wonderful set. But something's not right. Something's not clicking. And shuffling the decks and moving this, you know, the, the offensive coordinator to include quarterbacks, coach, and all that is not meaningfully helping. I just cannot accept that Monster, who's played Plac 12 football before for another team and showed much more promise than he's showed now as a Cal Bear in three different games, that it's talent of him that's the problem. No, whatever's going on with the offensive staff is not working. 
It's time to clean house. And you probably hopefully use the same strategy. I don't think the strategy of the concept of who they hired was bad, of getting somebody like a head coach at a lower level to come in and be a, you know, not just an offensive coordinator, but a basically head coach of the offense. I like that idea. But apparently this isn't the guy. And it's going to get much, much worse if the defense does not figure out what's going on. But there's not a ton of injuries right now. For the most part, the starters are there. And I was looking at Weaver and saying he was not having a good game. That he was going into the wrong holes. That he was over-pursuing and then hoping his not-so-great speed would make up the difference. He's not that fast. His instincts traditionally are very good, so he looks faster than he is. But his actual 40 time, I'm sure, is not that great. And speaking of not living up to their potential, is Christopher Brown Jr., that guy was hitting the wrong hole all day long. There were two or three times when he should have bounced it outside, and he didn't. And then it seems like he gave up on the idea that the inside would ever be open, and he was bouncing it outside even when the hole was there. I didn't have a strong of an opinion about Dancy today. I just didn't get a good sense of him. Maybe he did better. But Brown had a bad day, too. Everybody had a bad day. It was just a craptastic performance all the way around. And it's not going to get better against Utah, where you're playing at altitude. think there's another bye week. I'm so I'm so ticked off. I don't even remember the schedule accurately. I think we go to Utah, then we have a bye week, then we get uh, then we get uh, WSU at home. I think that's the the breakdown. But they better do something. All right, I've ranted and raved long enough. If you enjoy rants and raves, I'm sure you found that quite entertaining. Hopefully more entertaining than I'm finding giving it. I guess I'll finish with Go Bears. On the road again.